0: based on the chapter I wrote why black men must go vegan, that's my points right there. I said, listen, um, first of all, I I, I always tell them like, okay, guess my age. And they're always shocked, you know, when I really tell them my age, you know what I mean? I I said, well, you know, it it slows the aging process down. You know what I mean? Because what happens when you eat animals, you absorb the trauma that they have been through in the slaughterhouse. Paul Mm -hmm. McCartney, Sir Paul McCartney said, if uh, slaughterhouses had windows, everybody would become a vegetarian if they could see what's going on. That's why they hide them away. You know, then I, I told them, I said, you're not going to starve nutritionally because all the largest animals on the planet, they are plant eating animals. You know, the gorilla, uh, the, the the whale, you know, and all these other animals. So they're not uh, a giraffe, a horse, you know, they're not worried about that rhino. They're not worried about uh, eating meat. And then, and then I tell them, you know, um, especially when I deal with black men uh, in the gym, lit, go lift and I talk with these brothers. You know, they're always talking about stuff and, and they got these ED problems and these brothers are like 35 years old. 35 wow. years old having these problems. And I tell them, listen brothers, what you need to do is just eat plants. Eat plants because it is canary in the coal mine because it means there's some blockage in your heart. You know and uh, so I begin to just school them
1: that way I'm Jackie Reed Emmy award-winning journalist longtime TV and radio host and vegan I created this podcast to give you tips on how easy delicious inexpensive healthy and fun eating vegan can be we'll also talk wellness and just how we can make the world a better place this is the vegan sexy cool podcast hey everybody thank you for tuning in to this episode of the vegan sexy cool podcast my guest today is a vegan lifestyle coach an author a jesus warrior a licensed and certified bodyguard and a longtime ethical vegan his name is dr kevin jenkins and in this episode he shares how he is committed to a lifetime of leading black people specifically black men to living a plant-based life he also talks about taking part in an exciting new book called brother vegan where he and other black vegan men speak on food, identity, health, and society. Now, Dr. Kevin also gives tips for those who've made an attempt to go vegan, but needed a little more guidance. I think the most jaw-dropping part of this interview for me, y'all, is learning Dr. Kevin's actual age. You want to stay tuned for that. Let's get to it. Kevin, welcome to the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast.
0: Very happy to be here, Jackie. Vegan, Sexy, Cool with Jackie Reed.
1: I love hearing those words. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, I, I'm fascinated by this. You are a vegan life coach. Tell, yes. explain what that is.
0: Well, I help people uh, make the transition from, you know, uh, either becoming a vegetarian or carnivore. Uh, trained at the Main Street Vegan Academy, which is located in Harlem by Victoria Moran. And uh, when I first became vegan, uh, I decided to, you know, take some training. It's like a week crash course, you know, where you just learn a lot of wonderful things about business, about veganism, you know, about... And that's what I learned also, because I'm an ethical vegan also. Yeah. So I'm not just doing it uh, just for the, uh, the diet. And I learned a lot about that also. So, that you make, you know, because when you help people transition, it's a men- it's a mental thing for many folk mm-hmm. who are eating meat, because you've been culturally conditioned to eat meat, and you you know it's hard. Oh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna eat? You know what I mean? And there's so many uh, options today. I was a vegetarian before I became vegan. I'm a long time veg, long time, and I've um, been vegan for about six years, mm-hmm. 2015, mm-hmm. For six years, yeah. So um, yeah, I help people do that, and and I think one of the things we can do is is by example, is to be a role model, so they can see uh, how happy and how wonderful and how beautiful this lifestyle is.
1: I mean, you said it. It, it is a beautiful <laughs> lifestyle. It is a wonderful lifestyle. I'm three years in as as of January 2021, beautiful. and. You know what I mean? I I love everything about it. I too am an ethical vegan. Um, So, so let me ask you for those who are listening that are, you know, just on the edge, they're thinking about it, or they've tried it and it just feels too hard. um, What advice do you give people? Because I think, and you tell me what you think. I think the big, you said it though, the biggest part of this is just kind of retraining your brain from what we've been conditioned to think about food and how we get what we need for our bodies to grow and thrive. It's just, there's so many lies in there, but you know, what we've been told growing up, the only lie wasn't Popeye, right? <laughs> Popeye who ate his spinach and got that's strong. A, that's the that's only like, thing that was true.
0: <laughs> he, he'll be upset today to have all these chicken places named after him. <laughs> no. that is
1: so true but what do you what what advice if you could say you know one or two things to people who are just on that edge or they tried it and they were like it just seems too hard
0: I would I would tell them to be very patient with yourself you know because some people can do it like I did when I became vegetarian I did a cold turkey boom
1: you know what I mean
0: but other people it'll take a while and then absorb some knowledge do a lot of study. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's the African American Vegan Star Guide uh, by Trace McCorder. I mean, uh, you know, there's so much that you could read, and then develop a, a support network. And mm-hmm. Facebook, they got all these. When I first became vegan, I got into all these Facebook groups. You know, Black Vegan Facebook groups, it's all over, and and they're great support networks. So I think the main thing is to be patient with yourself, because you know it. it for some people, we can do it just like that. Boom! I'm done. For others, it, it takes a while because it's just going through the brain, and you're gonna need some support network because you know Thanksgiving comes and you at mama's house or, or your parents or your cousins, and they gonna ask you, "Well, what, what, you, what do you eat? <laughs> what do That's you true. eat? You ain't yeah. oh, you ain't gonna eat my mac and cheese no more because <laughs> yeah. it's the dairy in there." <laughs> You have to arm you know.
1: yourself for those conversations. You really have to you have to you the education, right? Like you said, um really preparing yourself for the conversation after conversation after conversation you're going to have from the questions that come your way. Yeah. You know, some kind, some some people want to debate with you, right? Well, plants feel. Plants have feelings. Wow, that's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know it's, like, it's, know. it's like religion, you know, it's like religion. Yes, because I know you're you a Christian, right? Yeah. I'm a Christian mm-hmm. also. So you come into somebody who's not a Christian or whatever, and uh, it's the same situation. They're debating you about uh, your religious beliefs, you know.
1: It's very true. And I, I, you know, how do you handle because, you know, I know you're a pastor and everything. Yes. So how do yeah. you handle people who come at you because there seems to be from the non vegan world not all people but there are a lot of people that just have this this disdain this just anger towards vegans and they want to you say something and they want to throw up a picture of cooked meat or they want to you know what I mean they just want it like they're just so mad at you and <laughs> a lot of that I think is rooted in um I, I think there's some guilt Mm that they feel because they know somewhat of the truth about what's happening to animals in order for them to eat and drink the things that they do and they don't really have the discipline and then I think there's the peer pressure right I think there's like what are people going to say if I because when you're vegan man (laughs) so you you gotta you have to stand firm in your beliefs because people will challenge you yeah. Um, and so I, I wonder how you handled the haters.
0: Well, I, uh, if I shave my facial hair off right now, um, I, you couldn't even guess my age. Um,
1: I can't oh guess it now. What's the facial hair got to do with anything?
0: Well, I'm, well, try, well how old do you think I am? Um.
1: I would say, you're talking about the gray in the facial hair, right? Yeah, the
0: gray, yeah, yeah. See,
1: but people prematurely gray. That's true. I would say, I would say because of the gray in the hair.
0: Yeah.
1: That you're probably, I'm going to give you a range. Okay. I'm going to give you a range. I would say you're between...
0: So it's almost like let's make a deal. I know. I'm you, like,
1: I'm trying. <laughs> Which one are you gonna pick? <laughs> I would say between forty-six mm-hmm. and maybe 55, 57.
0: Okay. I yeah, would say yeah. somewhere
1: in that range.
0: So, somewhere in that range. Okay. Uh, this July 28th, yeah, i I'll be. Uh, uh, I'll be sixty-six. Shut up. Sixty-six.
1: but I don't even know why I'm saying shut up because I know how the vegan lifestyle is. But that, but that's what it's like. That's like the number one thing that people are like, Whoa, okay. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My church is in New Jersey. It's in Plainfield, New Jersey. So uh, one of my associates told me one day, he said, man, you shouldn't drive to the church two blocks away from it. It's, it's the NJ, you know, transit. Right. So I start taking the train. Then I found out that they give what is called the, quote-unquote senior discount which is uh, that's not the correct word today it's the older adult in, in, in that right, right, right. industry so I said oh wow I can save a lot of money so uh, and and you know I start taking it in the summer so I, I, I usually I remain clean shaving you know just to get all the breeze in my face and my head you know and uh then I started getting the I.D. They thought, now this is before the mask now
1: Come on. Before
0: the pandemic. Yeah, they would ID me. One lady, one sister, uh, she was a conductor. Because you know, people usually they stay they, they try to get over on the on the ticket. Yeah. You know, because it's only like five hours one way, whatever. And uh she 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 said, uh, can I see some ID please? I said, and I'm not upset. I said, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I pull out my driver's license and she looked and she said, Give me a minute. And she took out her glasses. <laughs> She took out her glasses and put on. She says, if you have a sister, she must be mad with you. I said, I do, but I'm the oldest in the family. Yeah. <laughs> and Jackie, I'm not kidding you. I've been ID'd like five times wow. because of the senior ticket. It's before yeah. the mask now,
1: you yeah. know, the
0: face mask. And uh, one guy says, well, what, 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 what's the secret, man? I said, go vegan. He said, I guess I'm going to have to try that. <laughs>
1: Listen, listen. It works. I love works. that. I love so, that. I love that. So, so yeah. When when people though, when people do come at you with these arguments of yeah. why veganism, you know, is just it's it's lies. It's not healthy. It's you know. Right. What I mean. What? How do you handle that?
0: Well, basically, uh, based on the chapter I wrote, why black men must go vegan. That, that's my points right there. I said, listen. Um, first of all, I I I always. Tell them, like, okay, guess my age. And they're always shocked, you know, when I really tell them my age, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I said, well, you know, it it slows the aging process down, you know what I mean? Because what happens when you eat animals, you absorb the trauma that they have been through in the slaughterhouse. Paul mm-hmm. McCartney, Sir Paul McCartney said, if uh, slaughterhouses had windows, everybody would become a vegetarian if they could see what's going on. That's why they hide them away, you know? Then I, I told them I said, you're not going to. Starve nutritionally because all the largest animals on the planet they are plant-eating animals you know the gorilla uh the the, the whale you know and all these other animals so they're not uh, a giraffe a horse. you know they're not worried about that rhino they're not worried about uh eating meat and then and then i tell them you know um especially when i deal with black men uh in the gym li go lift and i talk with these brothers you know they're always talking about stuff and and they got these E.D. problems and these brothers are like 35 years old, 35 wow. years old, having these problems. And I tell them, listen, brothers, what you need to do is just eat plants, eat plants, because it is a canary in the coal mine, because it means there's some blockage in your heart, you know. And uh, so I begin to just school them that way, by example. And I said, it's easy, you know, because I became a vegetarian in 1974. Mm -hmm. you know, co-worker introduced me to uh, vegetarianism, which he said the same thing that I said. He said, said, guess how old I am? And I said, well, you look like you're 25. He's a truck driver. And I said, he says, no, I'm 40. I said, what are you doing? He says, I'm a vegetarian. And I was working at a library. I just got out of high school. And uh, so I got access to books. One of the first books I read was Diet for a Small Planet by Mm -hmm. Francis LePay. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then I read the next book was Dick Gregory's Cooking with Mother Nature.
1: Yeah. You know that
0: book has been rele- re-released now?
1: No, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: It's uh you can find it on Amazon It's re released i I think it might be out in uh now or May. I'm not sure I haven't checked recently, but I, I, I have got to the audio. Yeah. I said, "Man, that was a great book. Dick Gregory uh was amazing uh in his activism. Yeah. Uh as it relates to the black community on this issue, he's way ahead uh on that." So I began to tell them about, you know, these things about, you know, because you have to start with the health piece, you know, because everybody wants to be healthy. Uh, And I said, you know, listen, 600,000 Americans die of heart attack annually, 600,000 annually. And uh, half of that group are African-Americans and it's lifestyle issues. That's more than, you know, we're not minimizing the social justice issues, but that's more than gun violence. By police or in the hood, 600,000 folk just died. Then you got diabetes, uh, you got colon rectal cancer, and uh, so I begin to tell them that. And all you could do is just give them information in a positive way, you know, what I mean, and say, Listen, it's one of the great things that you could do. I, Jackie, I have so much energy, a man my age. I mean, I like, I just thank God every day waking up with tons of energy. Uh I'm a also I I'm, I'm I'm in protective services. That's another word of saying bodyguard. So I lose the right to be out of shape. I cannot afford to be out of shape in case I got to get my client out of a situation. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's been such a blessing never turn back. Never turn back. It's a great thing and uh, I just I just love it. And it makes your attitude better too. Yeah. Cuz you're not well- You're not weighed down with all those pharmaceuticals that's in the animals because they (laughs) they pump the animals up with all these drugs. So you're absorbing those things. You know, what I mean, so uh, it's 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 just beautiful. And I just love my lifestyle. And then when I found the ethical component that made sense to me, I immediately see I'm a guy. All or nothing guy went through my closet. Gave it away. You know, what I mean. See, I love
1: that because a lot mm-hmm. of people hear vegan and they think just food and I love when I you know as an ethical vegan I love when I eat I, I meet other uh black people that are ethical vegans as well and it yeah. talk beyond what's on your plate but what's in your closet what's in the products that you buy you know like everything across the board you have to if you want to really be a vegan, because that's what being a vegan is. Other, otherwise right. you are eating plant-based.
0: That, that's right. right. That's correct.
1: Right. That's you're right. Eating vegan. I like to be very specific about that.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I Absolutely. love that. So,
1: so you, um, you know, with the clothing and shoes and all of that, it's everything for you. How hard is that for you as a man to find the things that you need?
0: Oh, I, you know, what's interesting about that, it wasn't hard at all. Really? You know, because I started uh I forgot this guy's name. He does a blog called Brave Brave Gentleman. And I just can't think of his name at this moment. But he he owns a a, a store in Brooklyn. Hmm. So the one of the first places, uh and I think it's called Brave Gentleman. He's a I vegan don't know you're
1: talking about. I can't think of his name, but I mean he has beautiful. Yeah, he's a nice
0: guy. Shoot. Nice
1: yeah, really nice.
0: Yeah, I went to a shop and uh I know he a guy named Izzy. Uh, works for him. He's a vegan also, vegan bodybuilder. And so one of the first places I bought shoes there. You know what I mean? And uh and he could make tuxedos So one day, you know, if I get married or something like that, I'll get a tuxedo <laughs> made from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice fella. You know? And uh so I did that and then I did my research and Wills, Wills Vegan Shoes. I think I shared that with that's you.
1: That's the link you sent me, yeah.
0: Oh man, that's that where I got tough. all my stuff. Wills will right, like rocking. You know what I mean? And then there's a place called, and I don't know if they rent, if they sold out everything, because I got rid of all my, my my jackets. And then I found this place called Vegan Leather USA. Hmm. Right? I think it's, I hope it's VeganLeatherUSA.com. You may have to check that. But they were uh-huh. doing a closeout sale,
1: uh-huh. and
0: I bought me a tan leather and black leather jacket, like it rocks. Wow. You know? Yeah. I think they're still trying to sell their stuff off know, for some reason. So it's just easier now as a guy. And I'm still sharp. you know. I mean, I still got, I got like one pair of leather shoes left. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's hard to get, I haven't found anything that's burgundy, burgundy leather shoes that looks yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. decent, you know. I wear bow ties, you know. It's, I, can't, I haven't found anything cotton, you know, yet. Yeah. But if I do, and if I looks good, I'll try to make that transition, yeah. you know. But uh, it's easier than I thought. That's what I'm saying. Because I went. this. will got the sneakers. He got the hiking boots. He got, I mean, like, I got the hiking boots by Will's. I got sneakers by them. The, the You know, the Chicago high top. And it's just amazing. It's wonderful. And the belts.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm looking for, um, some belts. So there's some good things out there. I want to talk about this book and the chapter that you wrote in it. Um, which I loved it's you know why black men should go vegan before you tell me about what you wrote um yes and what was behind it, tell me about becoming a part of this book because I love that it's a gathering of black men um uh,
0: yes.
1: you know tell me tell me tell us about the book
0: yes o Oma Wale uh is the editor Omowale Wale. and you know is it interesting he's gone he's on the Karen hunter show uh be on today in a couple of minutes Oh. <laughs> uh so she, he he gets an interview uh, with her. Uh, he asked, he's a, a vegan activist. Have were you able to go to Black Veg Fest 2018? I think or no. 19? Uh, 19. Oh, I was
1: out of town. I was in yeah. Florida. Yeah, that was
0: incredible. That was well. He's he he's ahead of that. He started Black Veg Fest. Okay. And he, he decided. He said uh, he was contacted by A. Breeze Harper, who is the author of the the book called Sister Vegan. Mm. And she said, listen, why don't you put this uh, book out with black men writing about veganism? Because Sister Vegan has you know, women writing about veganism. And, and by the way, that's out also on Amazon also. So he made a call on social media uh, about, reached out to me and several other men uh, to um, uh, submit articles. Like mm-hmm. you got Eric Adams, the borough president of Brooklyn. He's in there. Brian yeah. Terry, he's a chef in there and other individuals, Dr. M- Milton Mills. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I interviewed yeah, him for
1: the podcast, actually.
0: Okay, good, yeah, yeah, He he's in there. So we we put everything together, and then the pandemic hit, because it was supposed to come out 2020. Mm-hmm. So that slowed everything down. But eventually, of course, it got released February this year, and that's how it happened. So I was like over the moon that my article got got in there. You know, I was just very happy. Because I want to, you know, and as you can see, I'm the last chapter in baseball idiom, it would be I'm batting cleanup. So <laughs> I got to knock it out the, the park for the, for the grand slam. And, um, and I wanted to emphasize that because, you know, what happens with black men, you know, we're very warrior centric, you know, what I mean, protectors and all that. And we see veganism as something that is not in our uh, aura, so to speak, you know, to be a warrior. So I wanted to dispel a lot of the myths of uh, veganism toward Black men who are thinking about doing that.
1: Yeah, because I think a lot of Black men particularly might think, like, that's not manly. You know, men eat meat. Men eat steak. They eat beef. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's almost like this caveman mentality, you know? And it's like, I think that's particularly an issue for men in the Black community.
0: That That's they right.
1: want, you know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to say there's a lot that comes with saying that you're vegan people feel like, um, yeah. for me, I, I love it because of everything that it represents. But I think that again, there's a lot of pushback that you get from society when you take that stand like you that's go, right. you go out to a restaurant with friends if it's a whole bunch of people and you're the only vegan at the table everybody's looking at you when you order everybody's listening you know what i mean if you say to the waiter hey i'm vegan well i oh here we go with that you know i get it all <laughs> i get it all i get the p- constant pushback from friends it takes a strong-minded person to commit to this um yes. and and to do it boldly right not to do it in hiding, you know, because I have those friends who don't want to talk yes. about it. I'm vegan, but I don't, you know, I don't want to say uh, kind of thing. So I was happy uh, to see this book and I, I want to send it to every black male friend of mine because yes. I really, w- I love that it is from black men and it's poetry, you know, their, their short stories, their articles, it's just like a little bit of everything in this and I love it. I love what it is. I have not gotten Sister Vegan yet, but I'm making all these notes as we're talking. Because this is like a class. I'm taking right. notes. Um, but I definitely plan to get that. Um, yeah. But what kind of response have you gotten from this uh, now that it's out and about?
0: Well, you know, it, it's, it's been a very good response so far. I mean, yeah. we're getting a lot of positive reviews. We've been, uh, some of us, we do these group um, uh, interviews, you know, on the Last uh, interview we did was with uh, uh, Main, Street Vegan, Main Street Vegan Podcast with Victoria Moran. So it was myself, Omawale, and Dr. Milton Mills. Nice. And, uh, you know, and then this is the first time we're doing, like, individual stuff, you know, s- scattering everybody out. So it seems to be very favorable. I had someone uh, on Twitter that said, oh, I've just read, like, 41 books so far this year or something like that. And uh, they said, oh, I've been reading some great vegan books. And so I responded and said, well, have you read this one? And uh, the lady said, no, but I'm buying it now. (laughs) She said, I'm buying it now. So I was very happy uh, to hear that. And I'm trying to get them to the publishers that submit a book to the New York Times book review and see if they would review it, see what happens on that, you know. And I understand a college in Minnesota is going to be using that book as a teaching class nice. i'm not sure which one it is but it was like a blurb that appeared on um, social media so yeah it's, it's coming pretty good but it needs to be in a lot of places where black men um hang out you know churches um you know gyms or whatever because you know we're 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 we are dying needlessly you know of these uh, diseases, and you're, you're aging badly. Now, mm-hmm. I happen to be uh, part of a denomination that is the large, the longest living uh, group of people in the United States. We're part of a blue zone. It's called Seven Day Adventists, you know? And that's yeah. out in Loma Linda, California. And that's because we are we are recommended. It's not recommended for church membership, but it is recommended that we go plant-based, uh, you know, or at least start with vegetarian. Of course, that's not a test of membership, but, you know, part of the culture of the establishment of a church, is says to get off of uh, animals. Uh, you know, there's a book called Consuls and Diets of Food by one of our founders, Ellen D. White. And she's way ahead of the game with this thing about fam- factory farming, uh, disease in the animals. You know, it was uh, amazing. And that's what led me uh, eventually to join the church because I was vegetarian before that. And to see that coupled with Christianity, I was like, oh, that's amazing.
1: Right. And
0: and my HBCU, Oakwood University, is the yeah. only HBCU that's 100% plant-based.
1: How, tell me about this, because I heard about this when I was preparing for this interview, and I did not know that. What? Wh- why is it uh, plant-based? How did that happen?
0: Yeah, well, 7 Avenue Adventists always uh, uh, advocated going vegetarian, because we're returning back to eat. Uh, Genesis 129, the first diet that God gave Adam and Eve was plant-based. Don't eat so the animal. So
1: that school is owned by the Seven Day Adventist Church? That is
0: correct, yeah. yeah. Oh, OK.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, two things that we're no, noted for is that our educational system and hospital and medical. Got you. Yeah. We got hospitals around the world. We got schools around the world. Yeah. So with that, uh, there is there's a policy on the cafeteria, any places we serve any food. There's no meat fish, you know. Now, we accommodate a vegetarian uh, or a vegan, but nothing. That's the way our, our, all of our campuses are like that, all of
1: them. Wow.
0: Around the world. So it's unique that our HBCU, and I try to emphasize that. I said, this is the plant-based HBCU. If You want to send your child there, uh, you know, and we're, like, and we're also good in education. We're yeah. rated number 12 in math. Graduating African Americans in math, number twelve in in the uh, country, you know. So uh, great, great school in Huntsville, Alabama, um, and uh, just a great, great environment for you to eat if you have that plant-based lifestyle. That you can say, I can find anything in the cafeteria. There's no animal uh. the animals in there, and snack bar, nothing in there. Like I said, they do accommodate vegetarians, you know uh, you know, so they may have some dairy there, but otherwise there's no meat, nothing, uh, living, so to speak, no animals. I love that.
1: I love that so much. I want to go back to something that you wrote about in Brother Vegan with the, with the five reasons that, you know, Black men should go vegan, and you talk about Mm -hmm. the protector, um, Mm -hmm. and I think about, I think that's such a smart way to put it, because our community is under attack by so many factors, the black community. Um, It's not just systemic racism, right? It's not just overt racism that we deal with, Um, but it is, you know, what is going on with what we're eating, right? Uh, And that's a, that's a big issue. And you think about, People hear the word environment and they think we're just talking about rainforest. Well, a lot of environmental issues led to what happened in Flint, Michigan. It Mm -hmm. is why there's lead poisoning in so many urban areas. So when, 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 when you think about being the protector, right, you think about the community in its totality um, and add into that, you know, the, the animals who can't protect themselves, right. It's, you know, whether it is, you know, the animals that we're eating or, there is, you know, dog fighting, or, you know, mm. chicken fighting, or you see, you know, animal abuse with some dog tied up outside, like all that to me ties in under that protector thing. And I, I never thought about it that way, until I read with you wrote, and I think that's brilliant to present it that way to black men specifically. Um, was that a lot? You know, what went into thinking specifically with that suggestion as far as you know, a reason for black men going vegan?
0: Well, you know, Jackie, a person can get away with murder by just bringing bad food in the community.
1: Come on now.
0: That's, listen, if you want to kill folk, (laughs) just bring some bad food in the community, teach them how to eat bad, and they will die. And you will not get charged with it. Sounds like a screenplay that I probably need to put together on that. Write that down. You know what (laughs) I mean? Yeah. So right then and there, uh, you know, because men are natural protectors. That's not to say women are not either. But, you know, it's in our DNA to, well, you know, at least you should be a protector. You know, I have questions about some guys that, you know, I was talking with a guy who says, if somebody attacked your wife, what are you going to do? I'm up to a Christian fellow. I said, you better not pray. You better deal with that guy. And then when you're done, you can pray for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you know, so yeah, you you want to be conscious of of food injustice. I tell you a story here. Um, I had to teach at a uh, a senior center in Queens, right? And this brother came up to me one day, and he said that he hadn't had a bowel movement in a week. What? Yeah, and I'm saying that's what I said. And I said, well, the first thing you do, I said, well, listen, my doctorate is in ministry, <laughs> but you need to go to your medical doctor. But I said, what you need to do is start adding more plants to your diet. Yes. And I used to take them to, uh, because everything was in, in the same area, I would take them to a supermarket. I'd go to the manager and say, listen, i got a group of people here, and I just want to show them your supermarket and show them how to eat, sort of make sure they're cool. He said, it's cool. And I, I was telling the brother, I said, this is where you need to, sh- uh, and, and the group, I said, this is where you need to start first, the first aisle. Get everything in the first aisle, the majority of your food in the first aisle. And I told him what you need to do, brother, is make a big salad, all different time, types of color and uh, and start dealing with that. Because the problem with, and here goes with the protein issue. The problem is not with protein in, 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 with Americans. The problem is fiber. And there's exactly. no fiber in animal products, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. So, the animal stays in your digestive system for 72 hours before it is pushed out because we don't have a digestive system that is able to digest an animal quickly, like a tiger or a lion who eats animals. We don't have the teeth. And yeah. I tell folks, well, you know, men are made to eat, you know, human beings are made to eat meat. Oh, really? I'll tell you what, get a steak right now, and I want you just to eat it up without cooking it, boiling it. Barbecuing it, etc. No, you got to do all that to tenderize the steak and to put some seasoning on that. You don't hear a lion when you see um National Geographic and he catches a gazelle, unfortunately, and rips that gazelle up and 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 then he says, "Hey boys, let's go and barbecue this thing."
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's have a cookout.
0: <laughs> let's have a cookout. No, he's ripping that thing up right then and there because that's what they're uh, made made to do at at this time. Now, from a Christian standpoint, we know that's going to be over because the wolf and the lion will lie together. The li- the, the the cow will eat. Um, I mean, the lion will eat straw. So it's going back to Eden where there was no sin, no more violence. Because you have to kill in order to eat an animal, and you know, Christian-wise, there's no more killing, no more death. Yeah. So everybody's going to be eating uh, uh, plants uh, in the earth made new, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, Yeah, so you could, and and as a man, you want to live as long and healthy as possible, a vibrant life. You know, my grandmother, one day when she was alive, when I was five years old, she took me for a walk. And I remember this as clear as day. And I saw this guy walking down the street with his back bent over and he was shuffling. Mm -hmm. And I asked my grandmother, what's wrong with this guy? (laughs) And she started laughing. And she said, he's old. I Jackie I'm not kidding you I put this in my mind and I said when I get that age I'm not gonna be that way and so far so good you know what I mean it's
1: like I don't get it it, you know it's like for me I talk about being vegan so much and I try to encourage people and change their minds I'm very passionate about it um about I, I, I talk about it all the time because I want people to once you know right? Once you realize the benefits of it, you want everybody to benefit from that. You want Mm -hmm. everybody to see the lies that the meat industry and the dairy industry and, you know, and so on and so forth is feeding you um, about what you need to eat. You know, it is amazing to me that as we get older, that you can really avoid, completely avoid so many chronic illnesses, Yes. That, that plague our community and just people in general, you can avoid them all together. Right. I don't want to be walking with a walker. I don't want to have out. to, I want to be able to go up the stairs myself. That's I don't right. wanna, you know, it, it's like, why, why do you, know, it's like, and I, I'll be around my family. And I, I tease my mother about this all the time, her and her girlfriends. I'm like y'all the first ones saying, you know, I can't even get up. I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not giving up that meat and walking like this. <laughs> can't walk and you know, and I'm like, you know, you can't even get up or sit down without grunting or getting help, but you are determined to eat this meat and dairy. Even yeah. even just the dairy and the inflammation oh. that comes with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am a runner, right? But I want before I became vegan, I really I was like, okay. I'm not going to be able to keep up with this because my my knee started bothering me. And I went to the doctor, you have runner's knee, um, you know, you're sent me to therapy, didn't make difference. It got better, but I really had said to myself, you know what? This is going to be my life. When I wear heels, it's going to hurt. When I get in and out of the car, go up and down the stairs, I was like, really like, you know, and that's what I think so many of us do. We settle into that chronic because it wasn't, it wasn't excruciating, but it it bothered me. And then, you know, I got these cute little bunions on my toes and (laughs) I was like, they hurt. And, you know, when I would put on shoes and sometimes they would just hurt. But then after I went vegan, Kevin, gone. Wow. Like, like miraculously, I was like. And I didn't even realize, because I did it for ethical reasons, became vegan, I didn't even realize the health benefits. So Mm. I went to Google, and I looked it up, and I was like, well, I'll be doggone. (laughs) Going vegan helps with inflammation. (laughs) It it eradicates it. It takes it out of your body. And I'm like, why is everybody not doing
0: this?
1: (laughs) It is amazing. Like, why do you want to get older and have all these ailments? Is a rib worth that? Come on now. I just, is it that good? Especially now, and you can speak to this because you've been vegan for so long and vegetarian for even yeah. longer. There's mm-hmm. so much good food out there.
0: Oh, yeah. You, so d- you, know what people, you know what people miss? What makes meat taste good? Seasoning. Seasoning. So the same seasoning that you use for meat, you could put on when you're making some uh, tofu ribs or uh, tempeh. Or whatever it is, you can put the yeah. same sneezing on there. Plants make it taste good. And this is what uh-huh. people uh, miss. They say, oh, my God, maybe that mac and cheese is not going to taste like my grandmama's mac. Yes, it will. Because yeah. now you got Miyoko's and, and these other plant-based cheeses are just amazing. I mean, I just bought Miyoko's, uh uh a block of cheddar cheese. Oh, my God.
1: Let me tell you. It was you. amazing. I don't know what she is doing up in that place. Miyoko's cheese is just crazy. Have you had the shredded uh, uh, Jack? What is it? Not pepper yet. Jack cheese?
0: Yeah.
1: Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> that shredded Pepper Jack cheese? I like it better than the cheddar. The cheddar is good, but let me tell you, it is a game changer. Game wow. changer. Game, I put it on everything. Well, that does it for this episode. And if you go to Dr. Kevin's social media and just take a look at him, you know why I was like, what? You're how old? Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I hope you also learned a lot from this conversation. If you like what you heard, follow Dr. Jenkins on social media. And go to vegansexycool.com for the show notes. I'll be sure to attach the link to the book, Brother Vegan, his podcast, and his social media, and everything you need. Also, if you like what you heard here, please leave a comment, and be sure to tell a friend. Lastly, be sure to follow us on social media, at vegansexycool. Until next time, everybody, stay safe and stay sane.